Hello. Part two of Garments of Grace. I ran out of time on my last, it was getting too long, I should say. So I left off with, um, after that experience, watching my mom be arrested as a four-year-old, she was taken away um, by the police. And sadly, from that day forward, I never lived with my mom again. My teen to young adult rationalizer amassed this event for years, with the help of the enemy, of course. I was unable to receive healing because I could not confess to the Lord the harm that had been done to my soul on that day. This childhood event, or abandonment, became my stumbling block. Satan is tricky, as we all know. His, his strategy is to steal, kill, and destroy. Relationships, anything he can just to keep us out of the presence of God. He does this by keeping our minds so busy, we can't still ourselves. He knows if he can keep us from entering God's presence, we won't receive healing. In my situation, the enemy was using lies that were critical of my self-image. I came into agreement with them, and it kept me from having a relationship with my mom. The enemy sounded like, you're so strong, you never needed your mom. Your mom was a selfish woman. She didn't want to be your mom. She never really loved you. And these thoughts were in my head, and they went on and on for years. (laughs) Our stumbling blocks are the thoughts or wounds we carry within the innermost hidden chamber of our heart and soul. And my four-year-old self buried my mom's betrayal so deep, I couldn't access it for healing. These phrases that we hear all the time are known as automatic thoughts. To be more specific, they are thoughts rooted in negativity and give a fake sense of oneself. Sadly, the thoughts are our own beliefs of ourselves and what we're capable, and they're formed when we're small children, and they anchor themselves to our soul. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing this. This is why we can't understand the true love of God. Our soul and spirit are at war with one another. Read that again. Listen to me. Our soul and spirit are at war. And in my case, my mother had not been a big enough part of my formative years to feel her love and to feel that security. I needed to be knitted. It needed to be knitted back. We needed to be knitted back together. (laughs) Forgive me. Thankfully, God is in control. He's sitting on the throne and he knows everything. And he always gives us more chances than we deserve, right? In my 30s, after having my kids, I was able to get to know my mom. The betrayal I carried was softened by being a mother myself. I learned the truth. And guess what? The truth sets us free. Amen. Hallelujah. I discovered she was just as tortured as I was, but with guilt and shame, not abandonment like me. The enemy loves it when we are ashamed of ourselves because we do all the work of engulfing ourselves with shame and it covers our hearts and we pull away naturally from God. That condemnation we're told in David's Psalm tells us, my guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds fester and are loathsome because of my sinful folly. I'm bowed down and brought very low. All day long I go about mourning. My back is filled with searing pain and there is no health in my body. I am feeble and utterly crushed. I groan in anguish of heart. I mean, that's Psalm 38, 4 through 8. I mean, isn't that how we feel when we have shame? It's just so perfectly said. This is why the Bible is so important to us. 
it actually puts into words our pain. Eventually, I came to learn she was wounded and a victim of her own childhood. In fact, her childhood haunted her. It was so bad, her own sister said she was a liar. And when we have pain and shame and no one comes alongside of us, it's hard to overcome it. That's why the Holy Spirit can do. He can come and comfort you and help you overcome it. This is what my mom was carrying is considered a generational curse. When we overcome our wounds within our hearts and soul, the curse stops. Because my mom passed away without overcoming it or actually revealing it to her children, that curse carried on. It's repeated. I am, re- I am breaking the curse for my children. My children will be walking free. And in the Bible, it tells us that the curses go back four generations. So when we pray, we need to break the curses back four generations. For a long time, I felt guilty for not pursuing a relationship with my mom. But I'm very thankful and able to actually learn to combat these destructive thoughts so I could eventually enjoy a relationship with her before she passed away. If any of my posts is speaking to your heart, please consider this the move of God. His spirit is part of our DNA, even before our second filling. It's not easy to love those who've betrayed us, disappointed us, but God knows. Let him be your mother, father, brother, sister, or whomever you need. Let him wrap you in his garments of grace. I just love that so much. The steps I took to gain control of this lost relationship began by taking every thought captive. And I know this sound, we hear, we hear this all the time. It's such a big thing Christians say, 1 Corinthians 10, 5. But it's true and it's effective. I started by asking myself when I heard these condemning thoughts, where did this come from? How is this making me feel right now? You see, if you're reading the Bible, you find that God is loving, patient, and merciful. It's mankind that's not. I learned to seek peace in each and every thought. Once you become aware of these negative thoughts and how they rob you of your peace, you can start digesting them. And you can figure out where they come from and you can begin to tear them down. Tear these walls down and their patterns. I found myself saying the exact opposite of what I was hearing. And it helped me so much. Once I became conscious, or as the Bible would say, awake and recognized the patterns of where these thoughts were coming from, I was going to make huge progress. In fact, I turned things around quite quickly. And that made me an overcomer. I overcame evil with good, just like it says in Romans 12, 21. Tracking your thoughts is important. Figure out where they're manifest from and then kick those dumb horrible, stupid thoughts to the curb and the enemy. I have a worksheet to help those of you who want to war with, go to war with the enemy of your thoughts and, the, and send that enemy packing, right? So I read a really fantastic book, um, and her name is Heather, and um, it's on my blog. She has a website called Made of Still, and she also has a book called Made of Still. She has a great cheerleader for anybody who's trying to overcome. She battled negative thoughts. So I actually took some notes while reading her book, and then I became inspired by the Holy Spirit to create a worksheet. So just throw me an email at alablue at yahoo.com if you want the worksheet. Um, I can send it to you. And if you want, you can read her book. It's called Made of Still.
Okay, so let's continue. All my past and future mistakes were rooted in abandonment soul wound. Which if you do research about that, there's so many devils with abandonment. And um, my four-year-old self had hidden this emotion of my mother's abandonment deep within my heart. And you can't reason. I mean, I knew she abandoned me, but a reasoning it doesn't fix it. All it does is do what I did. You create all these coping mechanisms. You literally have to take that wound, humble yourself, and say, Jesus, wash me. Or you can go to church and have someone pray over you and your soul will be healed. Until the wound was peeled away layer by layer through the word of God, I could not receive healing. I, I, I could not give this to Jesus. And I couldn't figure out why I carried all this. Because in my mind, I didn't need my mom. The enemy has authority to come and whisper in our ears using deception, temptations, chaos. Basically, his tactics were everything that's contrary to God. And they just are set up to derail us from accessing the secret place of the Father. To walk in freedom, start at the beginning. Admit and, con- and confess everything. And you don't have to do it in one sitting. But don't leave out a thing. The Father even guided me to prayer over the old house in which this event had happened. And I stood there in the window and watched my mom being arrested. My wound was tied to that home. It's crazy how your wounds can be tied to physical things. And when we're vulnerable, Jesus comes to heal us. So today, like I start today, sit, wait, read his word. I recommend the Psalms because they're so poetic. Read them slow. Maybe just last 10 minutes like I did to begin with. And then 20. And then maybe an hour. Each time I was taken through scripture, the Father used every scripture. He would tell me where to go. I'd wait and hear. And each one was always healing and teaching and inspiring. We have such a merciful Father. But I also want to express that God heals. But sometimes we need to seek professional help to overcome our trauma. So please don't think that you aren't good enough, or you're a failure because what I'm sharing doesn't help you. God wants all of us to be mindful of our health. So lots of churches have hired professional therapists to help people. I mean, if you're afraid to get into the medical world, there's lots of people that can do, can help you. When the love of Christ is enshrined in the heart, his presence will be felt. Psalms 46. Be still and know that I'm God really became my life first during my healing. He says, be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Psalms 46. And I just posted journaling page, how to journal your Bible. When I was trying to find peace in my mind, I started journaling. I got a journaling Bible and that Psalms 46 was one of my very first journaling experience and um, if you go at the top of my page you can in springsofzion.blogspot.com you can find journaling so as owen the puritan explained we are all responsible for acts of obedience by which this fruit is preserved increased strengthened and improved i just love that i pray you will feel encouraged to take the time to get quiet to nourish your spirit your soul and body.
begin today to achieve this. Meditate on his scriptures. God loves us so much. He gave us a conscious mind to know when we have disobeyed his will. Once you truly receive his love, everything holding you up is like a dam that's being set free. On my road to healing, I became a tearful woman almost immediately. And you know, I hardly ever cried throughout my life, unless it was over my kids. For some reason, my children, I could actually be a normal person. But when it was with peers or my siblings, I was this hardened person. This is an indication that you need inner healing. We should be able to express our emotions freely without derailing ourselves. To achieve and maintain closeness with God, we must regularly draw near to Him. And we've been talking about this on my blog for several months now. Come near to God and He will come near to you. He desires a close personal relationship with you. God loves us more than we could ever comprehend. I remember a pastor one time told me, You know, Angela, God loves you as much as you love your boys. And I had never thought of it. I mean, if God, I knew how much I loved my kids. But if God loved me like that, then I should be able to take everything to Him. And that's how God's love is. He wants you to bring everything to Him. If we have the love of Christ in our souls, it will be a natural consequence for us to have all the graces, joy, peace, love, suffering, gentleness, long-suffering, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. I can't remember all of them. I think I got them. With these thoughts in mind, I want to share a word from the Lord as he spoke to my spirit while writing this post. He said, It has been great joy to find some of my children walking in truth, Angela, just as my Father has commanded. Truth abides in each when walking in love. And I urge you, as this is not a commandment, but one that we have had from the very beginning, you are to love one another and love yourself. And this love that you walk in according to my Father's commandments closes all doors to the deceiver, the enemy, including false doctrines. Whomever remains in my teaching of love, others will not be greeted these others, <laughs> pardon me, whoever, whoever remains in my teaching of loving others will not be greeted by deceivers. The enemy can attack. Be warned, though, if you find fault in others, you do not believe in this teaching and you're sharing with the enemy's evil deeds. This is not, there's still work to be done in your heart. I have many writing things to write to you. But I would prefer to speak to you face-to-face in your secret place so we may enjoy these things that I want to share together. In this place, I shall patiently wait for your response. You shall come to understand my love for you when you listen for my voice. Just like the Samaritan woman at the well, the hour comes when the true worshipers shall worship me in spirit and truth, for I am spirit. I shall send my gift to you if you ask. My spirit will be given which can be found in you as a fountain of living water. Man should not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Worship me today, and I shall give you rest. Yeshua. Brothers and sisters, I'm praying you're blessed today by my message. I pray that you um, are able to battle the negativity thoughts in your mind, and if not, please send me an email at Blue, my that's my dog, at yahoo.com. God bless. Shalom. Take care.